is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show, and the Edmonton Oil Kings, yes, are the 2022 WHL champions, winners of the Ed Chanel Cup, and we'll take you back to that series finale against Seattle and the post-game celebration in just a second. As well, Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill, he made some big moves during the season. He'll join us before the team departs for St. John, New Brunswick for the Memorial Cup presented by Kia. That's coming up as well. And Winnipeg Ice forward Matthew Savoy heads into the summer's NHL entry draft as the top-rated WHL skater, according to NHL Central Scouting. He'll close out our show. First up. Sitting on top their thrones, the Edmonton Oil Kings champions of the Western Hockey League. 2022. The final seconds of the TSN broadcast with play-by-play host Victor Finley. And yes, we have a WHL champion for the first time since 2019. A 2-0 win over Seattle in Game 6 from Rogers Place. Edmonton's first title since 2014. Now they're off to the Memorial Cup presented by Kia in St. John, New Brunswick. Oil Kings getting out to a good start in Game 6. Left wing side, you'll find here's pass in front. Tipped by William Savory, now they score! Jakob Demick in the blue paint makes it 1-0 Edmonton. That was Andrew Peard on the call as Edmonton then extended their lead in the second period. Dumps it in front, high slot, Gooley, Richard, he scores! Off his stick in a hurry, Caden Gooley makes it 2-0 Oil Kings. From there, Sebastian Kosa shut the door, 27 save shutout to claim the Ed Chenouth Cup. Oh, what a night! Oh, what a season! Oh, what a team! Captain Jake Neighbors was presented with the Ed Chenoweth Cup, first from WHL Commissioner Ron Robison. He then spoke with the WHL's Chris Wall on the ice in the post-game celebration. Uh, it's hard to put into words. I mean, it's been years in the making for this group through the pandemic, and, and you know, we've had a good group, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, and to, feel this, to see this finally come through, I mean, it's hard to put into words. One of Edmonton's key mid-season acquisitions, defenseman Luke Prokop from the Calgary Hitmen. I knew we had a championship caliber team and you know the guys just did such a great job throughout the season battling with injuries and guys being out of the lineup and you know I couldn't thank the coaching staff and Kurt Hill enough for for bringing me on this journey. It'll it'll be something I remember for the rest of my life. Defenseman Caden Gooley, also a mid-season acquisition in a blockbuster trade with the Prince Albert Raiders, he was named the playoff MVP. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, um, but I, I couldn't do it without the, te- without the team, and um, the guys have been so great all year to me. Welcomed me in here halfway through the year with open arms, made me feel at home right away. Um, just happy to get the big one. Uh, that's the main thing. Gooley missed the stretch run of the regular season with injury. He returned for the playoffs to anchor the blue line. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm so proud of the guys, and, um, you know, we battle all, all playoffs. Um, weren't happy with our last two games, so we came out tonight. We were ready to play. Um, we battled all game, and it worked out for us. A part of the Oil Kings on ice celebration also included remembrance. The jersey of Caleb Reimer was part of the team photo. Caleb passed away in a car accident back in August of 2021. Oil Kings goaltender Colby Hay had Caleb's jersey on the ice, both 2019 WHL prospect draft picks of the Oil Kings. He's one of those guys where his positivity is infectious last year. You know, he came to the rink with a smile every day. And, you know, it was a hard time last year, but him alone made it easier. 
and uh, his mom's over there in the crowd, and, it, you know, the day I met him, I knew we'd be friends. Another acquisition, and this one came right down to the final hour of the trade deadline. That was Justin Sordiff. A chance for him to play again in a WHL championship, playing as a 16-year-old first with the Vancouver Giants. We battled through adversity uh, ever since I've been here with injuries and whatnot and illness, and these guys just stuck together. We're all like brothers in there, and I mean, I've been waiting four years for another opportunity, and to make it count, it's, uh, it's no better feeling. Goaltender Sebastian Kosa, first-round NHL pick of the Detroit Red Wings, solid in the third period as Seattle tried to mount that comeback. This team, this group's been, uh, you know, we've had the capability of doing this for three years, I think, so obviously now it's just, uh, <laughs> now it's obviously just, it's, it's, uh, it's gratifying to say the least. Head coach Brad Lauer spoke with Chris Wall post-game. What can I say? I mean, they, they worked hard. They, they, they did a lot of things. We went through a lot of adversity all year long. They stuck with it. They found a way to win hockey games. Here we are today. He thanked the guys for their dedication. We, we ask a lot of our players on a day-to-day basis. Uh, they come in with a smile on their face. They put the work and they do the work. Uh, they have a lot of fun together. You know, some guys go underneath the radar, like Carter Such, uh, Josh Williams, Kubachuk. You know, we have we obviously we have Gunner. We have all the other guys everybody knows about. But there's a lot of guys that really contribute to this. Now, on the other side, the Seattle Thunderbirds played in their seventh elimination game. After winning the first six, they couldn't force a third straight game seven in the playoffs. Head coach Matt Odette. Yeah, I mean, a lot to be proud of. I mean, what a what a group. Um, super resilient. Uh, tons of character. You know, you know, we've been counted out several times this year and, and in the playoffs. And, you know, the, the character in the room continued to rise above and and continue to fight on and you know we're extremely proud of the group and uh, what a great bunch of kids the edmonton oil kings are off to the memorial cup presented by kia starting monday in st john new brunswick edmonton will play quebec major junior league champion shawinigan in their first round robin game on tuesday good luck from the drop of the puck to the edge and cup this is the whl this week radio edition Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill just days removed from a WHL championship one on home ice. Uh, Kurt, I don't know, has it, has it sunk in yet? How, how are you feeling here a couple days removed from winning the Ed Chanel Cup? Yeah, no, it, feel, it feels great, obviously. I'm super happy for my staff and obviously the guys, uh, to all those guys in the locker room, especially the guys who have who were drafted into this organization and have been here for a long time. It's uh you know, it feels like it's been a long time coming with a few uh, missed opportunities due to COVID. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting when you're when you when you're letting it sink in. It's uh, it happens pretty quick when you got to start thinking about uh, the next tournament you're on to now. Yeah, and that's uh, starting here Tuesday. You'll be on the ice uh, here at the Memorial Cup in St. John. Uh, that series against Seattle, you know, you you got off to a tough start. You lose game one, but uh, you find a way to get a split going back there. That that series might have been won and lost uh, at the Showwear Center uh, in Seattle, where you where you win twice. But take me through sort of what was a, a back and forth affair against a really good Seattle team. Yeah, well, I mean, the games here. I thought game one we we had a really good effort. And, you know, I thought Millich played played well, and you know, got him got him that win there. Game two, we bounced back well, kind of let them hang around in the game, but found a way to to score late and win it. And I thought in Seattle, game three, we were we had one of our probably our best game all around game of the series. You know, the four nothing win, and we it was pretty tight early, but Demick scores late in the second, and after that, we just really 
I think we gave up four shots in the third period, didn't give them anything. And, um, you know, game four, I, I thought in game four, we, they probably outplayed us that game and, you know, but our guys stuck with it, probably weren't feeling their best and find a way to get, uh, get a late goal with a few seconds left to win that. And uh, I thought that was a, a real big point in the series when you can go down there and take two and then come home and, and have three cracks. And then game five wasn't our best game. Uh, you know, kind of maybe a little bit hesitant, maybe some nerves about thinking about winning too much. And game six, it was it was evident to me in the first 10 minutes that our guys were on a mission and we're going to get it done that night. You know, we last chatted uh, during, I think it was a COVID shutdown where uh, the Omicron was making its way through the league and we saw various stoppages and things like that. You, you think of the, the gauntlet that teams had to run, including your team, uh, with the moves that you made, uh, trying just to finish the season and get it done. It was basically a 10-month season from uh, the preseason. So uh, there has to be a sense of, I don't know if it's relief or, or what you're feeling when you're able to, you know, get the goal accomplished that you set out to do. Yeah, it's, again, it, you just refer back to almost just feeling, I don't know if it's relief. Yeah, it's, it's, you just feel so happy for the players. Like at the end of the day, it's 10 months, a long season. Even you think guys checked in here on September 1st for training camp and to go this long and, you know, for guys to be sacrificing what they have um, in the sense of, you know, I, some guys have been enjoying summer for two months already and our guys have, you know, they've had a goal. They've limited the distractions away from the rink and, you know, that's one thing I can say about our group is they, they came in this year wanting to be to win a championship and they set their minds to that and, and they got it done. And, you know, I know now that the talk in there in that dressing room is that they want to go out east and, and, and try to win the next one. I thought it was a good moment when I saw your your goaltender there, Colby Hay, with Caleb Reimer's jersey uh, in the team photo, uh, former first-round pick. He was in Colby Hay's draft year as well uh, in 2019. And, um, you know, the, the organization and the family goes through significant loss uh, with Caleb Reimer passing last August here to, you know, to sort of pay tribute uh, to him. What was that like? Yeah, an amazing gesture, I, th- I thought, by Colby. And, and you know, I... Hats off to him for that, and you know what the Reimer family is obviously with what they've gone through. They're they're a huge part of this organization, and you know for credit to them, they've been they've been around a lot for our team. I mean, they've come out to to games here in Edmonton multiple times this year. I mean, they were in Seattle for the for the for Game Four, the playoff game, and then they were back here for um, Game Five, and then Jody was there at Game Six to, and on the ice celebrating with the guys. So it's. Uh, it's a it's a very strong uh, obviously bond that we have with uh, with that family and um, yeah it's un- unfortunate what happened and would have loved to have Caleb out there he would have been a big part of it. Now I guess we shift to Memorial Cup talk and uh, you'll fly out on the weekend ahead of a, a Tuesday uh, first game and uh, you know for for whatever reason here Kurt we've seen WHL teams go through the battle of a WHL title and it's a long battle four hard fought rounds usually uh, plenty of travel we know the travel that involves you look at your your conference uh, with Winnipeg and how far that is and then you're jumping on planes going to Seattle to a different country a lot of times the WHL team at least lately has made maybe viewed a WHL championship as the finish line uh, and hasn't put forth their best at the Memorial Cup. How do you change the narrative on that this week ahead? Well, yeah, I'd like to think it's been changed since, uh, you know, with our guys in that locker room and when they, when they see the moves that we made and went out and, and got significant players to add to this group, already a strong group. I mean, it's, uh, I remember when I talked to our leadership group at the trade deadline and, you know, I, we added Justin sort of, and it's, 
you know, going adding with the addition of Gooley and Pro Cup and all, everybody we brought in here. I mean, it's, I think to the message has been sent that it's, you know, the, we want to win the Western Hockey League championship, but the goal of this team is to win a Memorial Cup. And, you know, that's always been what we've, what we've uh, chatted with, with this group here. And um, to change the narrative going down there, I, you know, I think that starts just with, you know, the messaging from the staff here and, and what's in that locker room with our players. And, um, yeah, the teams haven't had success there, but I think it's nice that we get a little bit of extra time before we get down there this year. And, you know, we're going to get a few days once we get there to kind of get our bearings under us. And um, I know our coaching staff is going to do a tremendous job with, with the pre-scouts and preparing our guys uh, for game one against Schwinnigan. And we'll, we'll do whatever we can to get off to a hot start. I think that's what's most important when you get down there. You mentioned a couple of players that uh, you picked up at the deadline that you paid the price for and, and even before the deadline with, with Kate and Gooley. But for me, Luke Prokop had a, a great final series for you. Um, and, and that was a, a big acquisition, especially when you play in a league final with a team like Seattle here. Just more on Luke Prokop and you know what he meant. He actually thanked you in, in some of the postgame interviews uh, for you know giving him the opportunity to do that. Yeah, you know, Luke has been, he's been tremendous uh, since he ever, since he came into Edmonton here with our group and, you know, everything he does, you know, away from, away from the game as well is just, it's just amazing. And, um, you know, obviously he's been honored through that being the humanitarian of the award for, for the WHL, which was very well deserved, but I thought his play on the ice, I mean, he just, he just seemed to get better and better when we got him. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that's going to, really serve him well as he moves forward in his career he was you know he's just not satisfied with where he's at as a player and you know he was challenged here hard by our coaching staff to keep um, improving his game and he he wanted to he wanted that as a challenge so I thought throughout uh, you know the six months he's been here his game's elevated significantly and um, yeah he's been a big piece of things and you know I for me I I look at all the moves that uh, you know the players that were brought in here and Everybody played a, a real big contributing factor in the finals, even Kubacek and uh, Jackson Weeb and Carson Golder playing forward in D. I mean, um, they all had their uh, stamp on that series. And I guess at the end of the day, if you're going to go into a WHL championship and win, you need, you need everybody to contribute. And we, we got that from our group. Yeah, I think you definitely did here. Uh, definitely uh, a situation where uh, you got contributions from everybody, losing uh, Dylan Gunther as well here. So uh, one job done, one more to go here at the Memorial Cup presented by Kia in uh, St. John, New Brunswick. Uh, safe travels uh, out east and uh, go represent the WHL and bring that cup back home. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Matthew Savoy is the highest-rated WHL player heading into the NHL entry draft when it comes to WHL skaters. Uh, ranked fourth by NHL Central Scouting's final rankings, and he joins us here as we have our final show of the season ahead of the draft. Matthew, first of all, thanks for making time for us. Uh, second of all, how was the Combine uh, in Buffalo there last week? Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Um, the Combine was great. It was, uh, it was a really good experience to you know, go see some uh, some new faces and uh, you know, put some faces to names when you're meeting general managers and head scouts and stuff like that. So really cool experience all in all. And um was honestly really just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, that's great. You know, these combines are always uh, interesting. Everybody seems to come away with a story about a funny question or, you know, uh, maybe a line of questions. Uh, what, what's yours? Do you have any sort of uh, combine memories from maybe some questions that were a little uh, off the beaten path? Yeah, uh, no, most of my interviews were, we're pretty normal, I'd say. Uh, definitely some guys talking about some weird questions, though. Uh, one that continuously got brought up was, um, 
one team, I forget who it was, but they were asking what kind of animal uh, you, you consider yourself off the ice. So that was a bit of a brain tw- twister, but um, <laughs> aside from that, pretty, uh, pretty normal question. Yeah, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is on that one here for sure. But uh, I want to ask you how you're doing. I know you had an injury there in the playoffs uh, at a key time for your hockey club there in the Eastern Conference Final. How are you feeling now? Yeah, feeling uh, feeling better. Um, you know, been rehabbing these these last couple of weeks, and um, you know, obviously really disappointed going down in the, in the third round there. But um, no, it's been uh, been feeling good. Uh, it's been a good rehab so far, and just looking to get back on the ice soon here. I know the draft is is uh, looming here in July. How much of it uh, preoccupies your time thinking about it, or you know, just doing things to prepare for it? Whether that's talking with your agent or or other NHL teams. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a busy time, but, it, it, you know, it's an exciting one. Uh, lots of phone calls, lots of, you know, talking to, to different people, you know, with my agent or whether that's meeting with the team. So, um, you know, it's been a busy time, but I'm just, just having fun with all of it. I think you had a great season. I mean, maybe maybe you felt there was more, maybe you didn't. Uh, how would you say your year went there in Winnipeg? Yeah, it was a good year. Um, you know, coming in, knew we uh, had, a, had a really deep roster and, um, you know, thought, thought we had a really good season all in all uh, other than obviously you know going down in the third round there uh, was a bit disappointing but um, you know from the start of the year to the end I thought personally made some huge strides and um, as a team we made huge strides so uh, definitely definitely really promising group we got there in Winnipeg. You know, it feels like you've been around forever, and you know, yet you're you're just finishing up your 17 year old season. Of course, you played a lot of games at 15 to set you up. I know 16 would have been disappointing with the developmental season, uh, and then this past year here. So, um, do you feel like uh, you've uh, you've put in a good body of work uh, in the Western Hockey League since you came on board at 15? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely feel more comfortable playing now. Uh, now that I'm a little bit older, a little bit bigger. Um, definitely an adjustment period coming in at 15, being, you know, the youngest guy in the league. Um, also one of the smallest. So, but, you know, coming in 17, have more confidence, um, just feel more comfortable with the puck out there. And, uh, yeah, I thought my game, my game felt really good this year. You're doing this all with another uh, highly rated teammate in, in, in Connor Geeky, and I'm sure you were at the, the combine with Connor, but uh, that has to make, a, make it a little bit more special to go through the process and have draft day with, with a teammate there with the, with the ice. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, Geeks and I are obviously really close friends, and um, you know, spending every day together throughout this year. So, uh, just have a guy to you know talk to about this kind of stuff. He's going through the the exact same thing, so um, it's always nice to have uh, just another person there have that insight, and uh, it's definitely exciting. You know, having him right along with me for the for the journey. How much do you get caught up in the rankings? You know, if you look at the various sources, you're anywhere from, you know, three to eighth or or whatever, North American, and and then the combined drafts with uh, some of the TSN pundits and things like that. Do you you spend a lot of time going over sort of where you sit with your peers, or or how do you approach that? No, I think um, just keeping an open mind, um, not really, you know, setting too many expectations for the draft, just taking it day by day, having fun with the whole experience has just kind of my, set, my mindset so far. And, um, you know, not really paying too much attention to the all the rankings and, uh, you know, what's on social media uh, these days. But, you know, just staying focused, um, just worrying about myself and continuing to improve has uh, really just been my mindset so far. 
You picked a good year for a draft year as the NHL comes out of the pandemic. It's finally an in-person draft after a couple of uh, drafts held remotely. And it just, you know, really wasn't the same thing. You probably saw some of the, you know, the remote uh, picks and then the players celebrating in their living room with their families. Have you allowed yourself to sort of fast forward to draft day a little bit uh, when your name is called and what that might be like? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's obviously uh, really cool, you know, to get back in, in person for the draft. Um, with having in COVID the last few years and it being online. So I'm uh, really looking forward to getting down to Montreal and, um, you know, going through the whole experience. Um, just, uh, you know, really positive uh, outlook on, on the whole thing and I'm um, looking forward to, you know, getting down there. Well, we appreciate this uh, here to close out uh, the season, and I know that you'll be back next year, and Winnipeg will have a really strong team. So uh, enjoy what you can of the summer, uh, rehab the injury, and then look forward to a, a great draft day, a draft day there coming up uh, next month uh, in Montreal. Matthew Savoy, thanks for being our guest on WHL this week. Thank you very much. Hey, and that's the show, and thank you to our guests here for the final edition of WHL This Week Radio Edition for the season. Enjoy the Memorial Cup. Have a great summer. We'll talk to you back in the fall. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.